This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, baby. So, what's the latest? Uh, you guys are post-boat. Yeah, we got off the boat yesterday. Had a, had a very nice time. One thing about that, though, you meet when you meet a bunch, because I met about probably 50, 60 people yesterday. Dang! And... You know, it's great. There's no question. It's a wonderful situation and all the rest of it. And, and that's not what I'm saying at all. But it, you get home and you go, my God, am I tired. But when you're, mm. you know, you're schmoozing and shaking hands and laughing and joking around, it takes, man, it, it does take a toll on you. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Do Didn't you... meet one prick, though. Well, not, that's... One, not one a-hole. That's great. Works out pretty well. Okay, so you guys got in the boat around what time? Two. Two? Uh, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I got there well, I took the bus over from the from the from the Hubbard headquarters. So I don't you, know what the hell it was. Did they have a nice bus? Oh yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. And the guy driving the bus, I got matter of fact, I gotta pull his name out. What a sweetheart of a guy. A I always listener. I like uh they usually hire the same people uh for when they do the state fair. It's the same guy. Uh and oh, I love well, talking to he's him. He's a great guy. Um I got his card in here some goddamn place. We we got some free drinks. <clears throat> Is that what happened? I gave mine to Hutch from Stacy and Hutch. And did he reluctantly take it? Yeah, reluctantly. He said, well, I'll probably just throw him away, Tom. Yeah, well, yeah, right down his gullet is where he <laughs> threw him. Jesus Christ. The guy can drink? I've never hung out with him outside of work. Well, I don't know. That's very loosely that term, the guy can drink. We'll just say. You're just not ready to give him that award? Yeah, he may have had, he may have drank. I don't know if the guy can drink. Let's he's say saying that. he's a lightweight. I love that. Rudy's not ready to give him a title. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) We will start with Dave Johnson. Dave Johnson was our uh, bus driver yesterday. Just a very nice man at the end of it. We took a picture together. Oh, cool. And while we're taking the picture together, he goes, you know what? The only one left in your family I haven't driven is Catherine. I've given Alex a ride on the bus when she was at some, maybe it was... I don't know, some wedding she was in in the last year or so. Oh, wow. So they went, you know, what's that called? A, a bachelorette? Ba- a bachelorette. Yeah, a bachelorette. Is it or still called that? a bridal shower. Yeah, they do all sorts of it's combos. It's the party where they yeah, go around yeah. and drink like fish. Oh, that's bachelorette party for sure. Can we change that to drink from drink like fish to drink like hutch? Can we change it? Well, Rudy's not ready. No. Rudy's not okay with <laughs> he that. Goes, no. Rudy thinks Hutch is a lightweight, and he oh. wants him to know. And Hutch listens, by the way. So Hutch, he we, does, yeah. you yeah. go ahead and you message me. Mm-hmm. He's definitely not up right now. No. There is not a chance he is up right now. <laughs> but he, it's so funny because he's the one who came up to me in front of a big group saying, "Brittany hates all fat people." Like, yeah. Uh, well, he's not wrong about that. Okay, I, I that's give, not true. I will give him credit for that one. Um, and then, okay, so you go on the boat. How long were you guys on the boat for? Okay, well, let me finish this part first, and we'll get to the how long we were on the boat for. Deal. Dave Johnson, I uh, wanted to thank him because he was a terrific driver and a very, very nice guy, just a big listener, the whole shoot match. So that was very nice. Cool. Now, what was your question? I asked, and then you guys got there around 2, and how long, how long was the boat ride? Uh, about three hours, like two and a half hours. Maybe? Two and a half, I think, yeah. So we yeah. were on there at two, I think she pushed <laughs> off about 2.07. We were back by 4.30, so about a little, little under two and a half hours. You guys right had there. Full meal? <laughs> they did. I don't, I don't eat buffet oh, stuff. yeah. I'm not a big buffet guy. Um, and you met a lot of people, and you had fun. I can, I'm telling you something, and I'm not kidding you, not one prick in a whole bunch. Everybody was very, very pleasant. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> got a chance to talk to, like I said, Hutch, well, 
Stacy and Hutch were sitting next to me on the boat, so the whole 45 minutes getting there, I talked to them. They couldn't be nicer. They're so lovely. They are. Both of them very, very nice. And I get there, spend some time with some sales department uh, people who, again, could not be nicer. Um, I got to meet Crisco. I've always, I, and I told him, I've never heard one negative thing about you from anybody ever. He's been in the market for like 20 years, he said. But what a nice man he is. Just a real genuine guy, very, very smart guy. And, of course, uh, everybody else from the Well, the one guy was from the show. I could never remember that other guy's name on that morning show. Ryan? Ryan, is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't know his name. I, I've never met. Oh, no, I did meet him. I did meet him at um, uh, Chanhassen Dinner Theater once. Oh, yeah, the, right. Um, so he wasn't there, though, was he, last night? No, he doesn't come to those things. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, Jesus, no! Are you kidding me? Shaking hands and talking to people—that is not that guy's mo. <laughs> oh, somebody likes Ryan a lot. I know. You keep, shut the door so the poison stays in there. Because no, even when even when I sat down last night, there was that was there was a higher up who went. Uh, Oh, hey, uh, can anybody run downstairs and grab Ryan? Ro- oh, that's right. He's not on the boat because he doesn't come to these things. I wonder why you wouldn't do that, though. Oh, uh, But, you know, like even the guys from the Half-Assed Morning Show, like they were great, but they never came to any of the no. um, functions. No. Oh, they never came and hung. No, because, no, they're morning show people. They're far too good to hang out with the commoners. Also the hours. like It's a Friday. Okay, I mean, you know I mean? all right. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. know. Yeah. I know. I have usually go to all those things, but, yeah. But you didn't yesterday for no reason. For no reason. Um, it's first off, I did find out both my dogs She's officially. Making up stuff as she goes. Do you have anaplasmosis? Okay, I have a dog. Both of them do have anaplasmosis. So if you what have a mean? dog right now, oh, it's a form of Lyme disease. Oh Jesus. Um, which is not by any means. I caught it before there was any any symptoms. But that's what Jude had was Lyme disease, and he started showing symptoms. Yep. It is so bad this year. Ticks are so bad, and mosquitoes are so bad. So they're saying make sure you're giving your uh, the preventatives for both ticks and uh, heartworm because heartworm spread by mosquitoes. Anyway, so I had that appointment. Um, But I kind of I did have a. I had a I had FOMO. That was at eleven o'clock too, by the way. Yeah. Okay. So the boat didn't leave. With till two like, dogs? Like two thirty. Yeah. No. In in North Minneapolis yeah, with no. two dogs. So I didn't do get go home. To the, you do go to the right clinic. I love that clinic. I love Broadway. It's Broadway a, vets. I actually don't even want oh, I wish I could take it out because I don't want other people to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't get in anymore? I feel like because I can barely get in right now. Okay, yeah, Catherine told you about that, didn't she? Yes, Catherine gave me the hookup on that. Yeah. Uh, vet center, and I love it there. When I was a boy at St. Uh, St. Anne's School, 7th and 8th grade, my friends Guy and Greg Laurent lived in that house right across the street from that clinic, so I cannot tell you how much time I've spent around that, that area. Jesus. Constantly for years and years and years and years. Used to go, there was a Dairy Queen there. It's still a Dairy Queen building, but I, is there anything in it now? That's so funny you said that because I actually went to Dairy Queen in Robbinsdale oh, after the appointment <laughs> because we were talking about we were talking yeah, about baby. Dairy Queen. So I almost sent you guys a picture, but I was like, oh, they're on the boat. Like at that point, it was like, like noon so I was like I almost are one I was like I was gonna send you guys a picture of me eating Dairy Queen and I was like no they might be on the boat still but um I went and got uh they still had a cherry they they quit selling cherry dip but this place still had cherry dip oh really cones yeah Mm -hmm. over in Robbinsdale and it was one of those ones that you can't drive through you have to walk up to 
So. Um, oh, the, oh, this is no, no drive up at all. No. Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. It's smaller. It's tiny. Yep, yeah. Yep, it's I not know that, that far from that hot, big old hospital, North Hospital. North North Memorial. Yeah. Indeed. Then they rebranded. It's beautiful looking. I know. Well, they spent a little money on that building. I just wish people in the medical industry would make some money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not only their building. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. Not only their building, Tom, their helicopter had just landed. I know. It's matching. It's pristine. I was like, dang, I see you, North. Yeah, gold-plated props up there. You're like, sure. It's a little overkill there in North Memorial. Honest to God, some of that. And that guy, that I, I, I wish I knew the guy's name out in California, was going on and on about how important transgender surgery was. Mm-hmm. We got to do this. It's very, very important. You know how much money we make from that? It's like, why would you throw that in at the end? I was thinking about... Jesus. I was thinking about that yesterday because you'd mentioned that. Maybe it was his way of being like, it's only pluses. Here's another add-on. No. No, you don't think so? No, I do not think so. I, I, why do I want to find the benefit in, uh, or the give the people the benefit of the doubt? What because is in my brain? Because you lie to yourself constantly. Because I lie to myself constantly. That's what it is, absolutely. No question about it. I got to ask because I don't see anything. I am assuming they never did find the, uh, the submarine. I... Or whatever that thing is. Yeah. I haven't seen anything. I looked at it this morning. Uh. They said 7 a.m. Eastern time was when they their life support in theory, would be run, run so, out. An hour and ten minutes ago. Then I watched some brutal... <laughs> I watched some brutal articles about people are like, well, who should pay for this rescue for mission? Oh, All yeah. this stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I get that makes sense, but it's like, let's try to find them first, and then... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then we can figure out the bill. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm yep. pretty sure anyone down there would give all of their money to be back up. Like... Oh, uh, people People got cynical quick about that one. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? They were... Like, people... I don't know, man. I, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit on the sensitive side when it comes to stuff, but people were, of course, you know, first thing to say, made fun of people for doing it, and then, well, well, how much money is the rescue, all this stuff, and I was like, let's just, let's just use our resources and try to get them, and then, and then we can... You know what I love about that? They can take all of our billions of dollars in tax money they don't need and piss it away, but nobody ever bitches about that. I know. Use this to try to help somebody. All of a sudden, what a horrible idea mm-hmm. to help somebody. I know. People, uh, you got to turn the corner, man. I get it, right? Like, it's easy. They're easy targets to make fun of people spending that much money to do something death-defying. But it's like, at the end of the day, God, I, I don't know. I feel like I just keep thinking about what it would be like down there. Uh. And then having like mini panic attack and then living my life. I lied to myself. I didn't know what I was lying to myself, but I lied to myself. And I said, well, the good thing about it is as the oxygen depleted, they probably just fell asleep. And Andy said, oh, no, no. No, they did not fall asleep. They were in agony. Really? Like, oh, because you're expelling all that crap the out of your CO2, mouth. CO2, yeah. You start inhaling that CO2 and it's painful. <gasps> My husband lied to me too. Then, yeah, because yeah. he goes, yeah. What are you doing, Tom? Like, if you see her, just come off her rocker just now. Like, listen, they all just went to sleep. Yeah, that's what he said. They just went to sleep last night when we were talking about yeah, it. They closed their eyes. They were, they were, they just dreamt away, and now they're dead. It's okay. He it's goes fine. to me. He said to me, yeah, they were just went to exactly what you just said. And I was like, okay, that's good. And I go, man, but that was because they were doing thirty-minute intervals, and where they were hitting the side of yeah, it to yeah. convey where they were and what was going on. What did it turn out to be them? Well, sure? I don't know. Well, oh, they who don't knows? They're, they think it is because it was yeah. thir- it's exactly 30-minute intervals. Yep. I was, yep. well, let's start the show, people. Hey, there's a chance. Ch- well, we got to talk about it, unfortunately, because it was an hour and 10 minutes ago, and it just... But the one thing I did find out 
uh, again from Andy, that highly unlikely, even though the pressure down there is immense, it's highly unlikely that the thing would have caved in on itself. But maybe it did. Who the hell knows? Uh, I don't know. I'm I just so sad. I'm just telling you this. I might head on over in that break room. You know, my friend Sean gave us all that marijuana. I might just dig into that early on. <laughs> Start hammering it down. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand you don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it either, but we had to mention it because it, it would seem there is now zero chance they'll ever recover, which is very sad to hear. And I still don't understand, because a, a person has worked hard enough or, or were lucky enough to inherit some money, that it's okay to say, oh, they were rich, that's different. It's like, what? What does that have to do with somebody dying by being you know, crushed to death, basically, by their own exhalations? Why is it, oh, it's easy to make fun of that? No, it's not. They're still human, right? That's what I, I'm, weird. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I'm the worst. You are the worst. Yeah. I get really emotional about all that stuff. And I like, too. and as soon as you start imagining what it would be like, I don't know how, and again, like, we get it. We get it. They paid money to go down there. There's risks people took, but like, yep. still, yep. I just had this feeling we were going to find them. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like when those we're hoping, yeah. kiddos were stuck in that cave. Every morning I would wake up and look, and it was such, such a good feeling when they got those kiddos out of the Remember that cave that, like, they went yeah. in? That was that soccer team that was practicing. They went in that cave, and then it rained too much, and they yeah. couldn't get out. Yep. And they got them all through, and how good that felt. And then I don't know why. Indeed. I was just expecting that story to end like this. But here well, we are. We, 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 I think I'm, I understand because we all want to hope that it's going to. Yeah. The hope part of it is a very, very big deal, very big part of that whole situation, but it's just very, very sad. I mean, i got to be honest with you. Well, Tevin Pittman was on the show yesterday and was on the family show. Yeah. Nope. No way I'm getting the thing. I'm getting in a vehicle the size of a, or a, or a, or a ship the size of a, mo a small car. I guess it was about as big as this table. He said, yeah, like a minivan. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. He said, nope, I'm not going down in that. There is no way. Until I discovered that I'm not great with small spaces anymore, I think I would have. I think I would have because I like... Oh, you would have done it? Yeah, I like an adventure. I feel like, it is, you know, if a bunch of people had done it, it's not like their first time doing it. I think I would have been the type that would have said, okay, like if somebody was like, free this, it's normally 250000 but we're going to do this. I'd say, all right, let's do this. But now that I know, like ever since I had that MRI and found out that I'm terrified of that yeah. stuff, yeah, oh, are you hard really? pass. Hard pass. Yeah, I don't have any interest at all in going down. You know, it's the Titanic. Good for you. I've seen video. That's good enough for me. I think they see it on a screen anyways. W weren't you the one that so, said that, yeah. Rudy? That, like, they go, or maybe you didn't. Mm -mm. They actually go down there, and it's not like they have a window. It's on a screen as well. Oh, for, oh so when they take whatever's outside of the ship and then, st oh, the, okay. That, yeah, then almost like, yeah, why don't you just w sit down, grab a bowl of popcorn, watch Leonardo DiCaprio and, yep. and Kate, or what is her name, Kate Winslet? <laughs> yep. Yeah, and just enjoy yourself. I don't need to go to the bottom of the ocean to see True. that. I've yep. seen the movie. We're good. No, you're absolutely right. That's uh, the route I'd like to take, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah, what if you got down there and it was just Borat? <laughs> yeah, that's like, it. This is what we're doing all the way at the bottom of the ocean. Oh, this video's not live. Yeah. It's from last week's tour. <laughs> so just enjoy and know that you are among. Um, it's going to be wild when they find that, that contraption, if they ever do. I don't think they will, though. It'll sink to the bottom. Like, It'll sink to the bottom, and I guess the pressure down there is immense. So I don't know. Well, mm. hopefully they will. Maybe you're, maybe you're right, though. Maybe they'll... 
break free. If it is caught on something on the Titanic, I suppose it could break free eventually if that's what happened. I'm going to go get high. I do. I thought you were high now. Crest, brought to you by Crested River, marijuana <laughs> products that I'm going to dig into. I thought you were high already because you turned to me and said, hey, Catman, why don't you do the weather? Catman, do the weather, bro. Oh, hey, bro, hey, bro. <laughs> Lay it on us. Jesus, Palomino, sunny with a high of 92 again today. It's a little toasty for the second day of summer. Or is it the third day of summer? What day is it? It's the second, second day. I think yeah. yesterday was our summer solstice. It was. Oh, yeah, it's June 22nd. You're absolutely right. Um, in any case, sunny with a high near 92, partly cloudy, a lower on 71 tonight. 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms after 1 p.m. tomorrow. Mostly sunny after that with a high near uh, 91. And then they're saying there's going to be some showers and thunderstorms Saturday and Sunday, so I'm not even going to mention that. Piss on that. Sunny and 71 now. Sunny with a high near 92 later on today. So we'll keep an eye on it, and we'll also take a break right now. Be right back. A little Kristen Burt coming up. A lot of great stuff coming up this morning on the show. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. I've been telling you for a couple of months now how happy I am with the MNFatLoss.com program. really has been easy and effective. I've lost 27 pounds. It just really hadn't been that hard either. I eat great food. I don't feel hungry. I have plenty of energy and enjoy this fantastic spring weather we're having. And I'm going into summer looking and feeling great. Right now, MNFatLoss.com is offering an exciting summer special, $200 off now through July 30th. But really, don't wait until the whole summer goes by to get this program started. Go to mnfatloss.com for details on this special offer. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, and save $200 on the program, schedule your free consultation, save $200, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary, and always be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? Hubbard Interactive can help. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp. Plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect. Right now, MyPillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the My Slippers the number one selling MyPillow product. And I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code, TOM, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25. Regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. Limited 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet. And you can wear them anytime, anywhere. 
They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Podcast Square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for $25. Regularly priced at $149.98, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM for this incredible offer. These won't last long, so please order now. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know and trust. If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they talk to you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. Two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal advice. They aren't lawyers and they aren't licensed to practice law. Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Brad, Sean, this is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information, great stuff coming up. Uh, I hate the brain, the human brain. It sucks. It's not great sometimes. And here's why I hate it right now, because I just ran down to the potty. Congratulations. And the hallways here at this building are about four and a half to five feet wide. Yeah. So as I'm walking down the hallway, I thought... What if I could only go about Stop. 10 more feet? Okay, we're done Because with this that's about as wide as that thing was. The whole way walking back, I went, these walls seem like they're getting closer. <laughs> just thinking about that. It's just, oh, God. It's actually the construction going on right now, Tom. We hate to tell you that they are bringing the walls in a little closer. Uh-oh. That's why we're be, hearing it every day. It's going to be a problem, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But the, then I, the, the part that I finally got, I thank God I was walking through the door and thinking about this. But I couldn't even stand up to walk through this hall. Ugh, I would hate that. Mm-hmm. So God bless you. If there is a God, I hope God blesses you. That's all I'm saying. There's a greater good, don't you think? Will, will we agree on a greater good? Let's agree on a greater good. Let's, let's talk about Taylor Swift weekend, shall uh, no, we? No, we're not going to talk about Taylor Swift. I need something to upper. Okay, how about if we talk about five things your neighbors hate? Okay. And the reason I bring that up, of course, is because you will not let go of that werewolf. There's no question. It's gone. <laughs> no, is it? It's gone. No, no, no. I mean, like, that's uh, the story's gone. Well, the story's gone, but they didn't. They, oh, she's the keeping werewolf. that up forever, ever. That article ran. You know her. But, I mean, nobody nobody destroyed it or anything? Oh, no. Okay, I'll well. I'll keep us updated for till the end of time about the werewolf. <laughs> well, that's. I'm glad to hear that to the end of time. Five things neighbors hate. Here are five classic uh, things that neighbors hate. Uh, can you relate to this, or are you a culprit? We're going to find out if you're a culprit. All right. Okay. I might be. Someone posted five of the most annoying habits neighbors have, so we'll go five to one. Loud dogs. Well, your dogs aren't loud, though. No, mine are very quiet. We've got a loud dog in the neighborhood. and Yeah. Uh, since I acquire a lot of dogs, like I watch my, a bunch of people's dogs and stuff, I'm always scared people are going to assume it's me. But no, they chill. No, your dogs don't bark at all. No, they're pretty chill. Uh, obviously, dogs are going to bark. Just be considerate about it. Like if they're annoying you by barking inside, don't send them outside to bark all day instead. Yeah, that would not be nice to your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Hey, you go outside and bark. I know. Uh, poorly positioned floodlights. Make sure that motion-activated light on your garage isn't blasting straight in your neighbor's bedroom. Well, why would you do that anyway? Mm-hmm. I don't think people think mm-hmm. about things like that. 
I've like, never had those. Have you ever had them? No, we don't have them. No, we don't either. Mm. The motion detecting lights and all that. So you, th- what were you saying? Did people get what about that? I don't think people think about that because even like, I sometimes will turn my lights off if I'm leaving super early or coming in super late in the mm-hmm. cul-de-sac because I don't want to like flash my lights. Right. Because I know where like my neighbor's, like Josie's <clears throat> bedroom is. So I don't want to like, so... But I don't think people always think about that, like where their lights are shooting out. Well, I mean, if it's if it's anchored to your house, that'd be not that hard to move it. No, just angle just it down. Angle it down. So I don't know. There's really no excuse for that. Okay. This. That's all I'm saying. Yes, I agree. Uh, big bonfires and fire pits. Just make sure you pick a good spot and consider the direction of the wind first. Your neighborhood might also have rules about fires. Well, why would you build a fire pit without checking to see if you could build a fire pit? Uh, You'd be amazed at what homeowners really? do and don't check. Yes. Yeah, God. absolutely. Yeah, that Ugh. is that actually is the most profound thing you've said in a while because that is so accurate. We had two fire pits. We don't have a fire pit now, but oh yes, we do actually got one of those stand up ones. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got one of those stand up ones. That's good. But we had one in the ground out in uh, Dayton and another one in the ground in, in Golden Valley. We love sitting around. I mean, uh, late uh, fall night sitting around the old fire. That was wonderful. It's pretty amazing. So be careful. Yeah, don't, you can't have the wind. Yeah, it's pull your pull your curtains because we're going to have smoke blowing <laughs> right at your house. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Uh, parties or backyard barbecues that go too late. It's best to let your neighbors know if you're throwing a party. Have a specific end of uh, uh, time in mind, end time in mind, and stick to it or at least take the party inside uh, when that time hits. I mean, so the backyard party is because of the noise of the people. Yeah. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So how... I, I would imagine after dark, you probably would calm down, wouldn't you? 10 o'clock, I feel like. Yeah, there you go. Perf- the perfect yep. time. 10 o'clock. Yep. Just calm down at 10 o'clock and everything will be good. We'll be good to go. Number one, though, is mowing the lawn at odd hours. Yeah, don't mow your lawn at 3 o'clock in the morning. That'd be good. I, I like the, it's got to be like 9 a.m., right? What's the line? What is, because Justin always lives Ooh, by it. Here we go. What time? Okay, you said 9 o'clock? I would think 9 a.m. is. Okay. Most experts say the best times are between 8 and 10 a.m. Yeah. You were right in the middle there, sister. Yes. I think it's inappropriate huh? to be working on anything loud before 9 a.m. Oh, see, but I come from a construction background, so you got you are laid out and ready to roll by 7 a.m. Oh, yeah. You are oh. pounding nails. You are, yeah, it's all good. <clears throat> demo and yeah there's no i always hate that when people are like i paid these guys to come over and do my roof can you believe that they were at my house at 7 a.m i'm like yes i can because yeah, that's what yes, they have because to do by I the know. time 11 a.m rolls around it's gonna be 97 degrees outside we had it was like two years ago we had bad hail hit our neighborhood and everyone got a free roof from insurance mm-hmm. so we it was like every two weeks there was a new house and sure enough you can't be mad at that though man those guys worked their asses off. Yeah. And I can't be mad about it, but I would have to say, like, if my dream world, and now I have got no choice, I'm up, but like, oh, my dream world would be to sleep until nine. Oh. Yeah. Someday. I just jotted down, Brittany was right about something. So good. I got that. Well, write the date, too, because you're going to. I did. You're I not gonna, make sure you mm-hmm. sign it, because you're going to think that I wrote that. 22nd, 22nd of June, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yeah, I, all these things are pretty obvious. You don't want to mow your... It says meaning uh, uh, 
too early or too late in the day, it's annoying and also not the best time to do it for other reasons. If you mow too early or late, the dew can make it hard on your mower and promote fungus. Most experts say the best times are mid-morning between 8 and 10 a.m. They call that Brittany time. Oh. Or late afternoon between 4 and 6 p.m. Uh, midday's okay, too. The heat just makes it harder on your grass and on you. So, so basically the best time to do it is at 9 o'clock in the morning, right? Between 8 and Sure. Yeah. My husband's gunning for it. When, when we wake up with the baby at like 6 or 7, he'll be like, can I go out there yet? I go, no. Yeah. No, just because we're in our own personal hell doesn't mean everyone <laughs> has to be. <laughs> well, yeah, we're in this together. We're taking care of this baby yeah. indoors for the yes. first couple hours exactly. of the day. Exactly. Sit your ass down and now grab a toy, mm -hmm. entertain her. How do you guys feel about mowing on Sundays? Is it not? You're not supposed to? My brother-in-law loses his mind when neighbors oh, really? are out there with the lawnmowers on Sundays. He's like, this is the day we, we listen to Bob Euchre on the radio, and we grill, and we drink, and that's so, it. Do you think he has a sense of guilt? Is he like, uh, everybody should be relaxing right now? Yeah. And so do you think he's like, we've designated, like, this is my time to mentally be done, and everyone else should be? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Because uh, don't my husband literally waits he does sections by section, so he has some to do almost every day. Seven oh. days a week? He loves mowing the lawn. Wow. Oh, really? I know. Our life is bleak. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love mowing the lawn, too, because I look out the window and watch him do it <laughs> once a week. It's phenomenal. Same. I know, right? As I go, that's my man. I live in a community, so they, they do that. It's part of your deal, so they cut your lawn for you. Yeah. It works out in the end. Um, we might have a billionaire brawl on our hands because Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are talking about having a cage match, and there are people who uh, think they really want to throw down. It all started because Zuckerberg's Meta is working on a new social media platform that one executive referred to as, quote, sanely run alternative to Twitter. Ooh. Uh, well, on Tuesday, Musk responded to some posts about, uh, about that saying, up for a cage match if he is. Said, and Zuckerberg responded, send me the location. Musk suggested they do it in the Octagon in Vegas. Uh, sure, this could be all metaphorical, but a spokesperson for Meta is suggesting Zuckerberg is willing to engage in an actual physical fight. As you may know, Zuck is into jujitsu these days. Whoa! Yeah. And he even won a tournament recently. Yeah, who was that against his sister? <laughs> As for Elon, well, he's just buddy, he's buddies with Joe Rogan, so he's got a trainer on call. Um, I would say this. this. You know how much how impressed I am by this? You're so impressed. They could each get a friend, and I'll fight all four of you if I get the money. How about that? Uh, That's I, fair. I would watch them fight. Would you really? Yeah, nerd fight. Those two sure. sugar yeah. tips. That'd be hideous, don't you think? It would be hideous. But this reminds me. That's exactly how they would fight. <laughs> flail. Yeah. What a flailing. Uh, this reminds me of high school when, like, a couple of like jocks would get into it. The teachers would break it up right away. Yeah. But there were two guys named Andy, both equally as big a dorks, and both got into a, they got into a fight with each other in the hallway. And the oh. teachers are like. Let's just see where this goes. Let's, let's <laughs> let this play out. That's cold. Yeah, no one's going to the hospital from this fight. Like, but let's just see what happens here. We all just kind of just stood around. And, is this really happening? Nerd on nerd violence is happening? Nerd on nerd violence. It is nerd on. That's what this is, is nerd on nerd violence. Yeah. Absolutely it is. Uh, and I don't know why. Guy, well, guys do that stuff. Well, I'll meet you in the ring. Oh, will you? Mm -hmm. Okay. First of all, have you ever even sparred with a boxer? You ever done that? Yeah. You don't want to do that because they know a lot of things that you and I don't. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Just telling you. Also exhausting. People oh, yeah. underestimate how exhausting it is to fight. Like, I, you know, I've done, like, workout boxing a bunch, and then I've had a friend who's like, okay, let's, you know, like, go real quick. And they have, like, the mats. I can go for 
15 seconds and I'm like, I'm spent. Yeah. It's exhausting yeah, to try to fight. Man. There was an old UFC fighter by the name of Tank Abbott. Oh, I remember him, yeah. Big, big beard. I mean, just mm -hmm. a brute. The percentage of your chances to win, if you could get out of the first 90 seconds... <laughs> Went up to like ninety three percent because that guy would gas out. He He'd would run come out of in, air. Yeah. yeah, he would come yep. in and swing as hard as he could for the yeah. first ninety seconds, and if he hit you, you were dead. One of the hardest punchers in history. Mm -hmm. But if you could get through those first ninety seconds, you were probably going to win that fight because he had no gas left in the tank. It's exhausting. Yeah. So let me just go back one quick second because I want to ask both of you, and I'm asking you this too. Okay. If you could get Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, and Warren Buffett to each put up a quarter of a billion, you'd fight all four of them, wouldn't you? I feel like... Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. of course I would, but I was trying to think of what if I'd win. I'd do it for a lot less. Do we take them... <laughs> Just to be in there. Uh, you're trying to undercut us now? Yeah. Like, I don't got a chance? Oh, he <laughs> cut you right out of the deal. Do we take them one-on-one -on -one or all at no, once? No, all at once. I, don't think, get in each other's of, I way. don't think you guys would win. Oh, yeah. They'd get in each other's way. That'd be horrible. I feel like if four people surrounded me, no matter the size, I'd be in trouble. Unless you're, like, under four, then I could take you on. <laughs> Four-year-olds. Yeah. yeah. I'd kick them right in the chest. Yeah, I'd kick them all real far. I'd punt those babies so far. No, and I, like I four said. Four people? That'd be so hard. Like I said, I'm not a tough guy, but I've met tough guys, and these guys are not tough guys. So there you go. I know that I could take one, each, either one of them, a one on one, where it would be a good match. Oh yeah. Elon Musk. It's a, sometimes no. he looks like I know I've seen him in swimming suits, and he's like, but he's if he decided to bulk up, he's got the shoulders to do it. Musk does. Yeah. Did any one of these guys, by the way, whether it's because I know Bill Gates didn't, I know that Elon, uh, I don't know about Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, none of these guys. It was their original idea where they made all the money, was it? Mm, I have no idea about I that. I really don't know. I, I'm, most of them, it wasn't even their idea. They yeah. just took somebody else's idea and built on it, which is great. You can build on an idea. I understand that part. But did you include the other guy who came up with the first part? I feel like that's the basis of tech is yeah. you're yeah, building yeah. off. You know, I mean, like you're standing on the shoulders of giants because it's not like a lot of this is ever going to be somebody's sole idea. So Because you're kind of around that whole world. Do people think that Joe Rogan is a tough guy? I mean, is he? Is he any, I've never, never seen him fight. He fought, does he still fight? You know, I yeah, I, I don't know if he fight like actually gets into like the, uh, the ring, but he's. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like he's a great commentator. I feel like the guy is uh, skilled when it comes to martial arts. Oh, is he? Yeah, he because he really. I mean, he really does practice what he preaches. He's really all about. Hey, man, wake up every day, jump into a cold bath, right? Get out, you know. Put some sort of exertion on yourself for an hour a day because then the rest of your yeah. day is going to yep. feel so much easier. I could see that. Yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah, I've, I've never seen him fight. Because he did used to fight in MMA, didn't he? Or I, did he never? I don't know if he ever fought or not. I've, I've never seen the, the, the matches, but I, I don't know. I, I know there's a lot of people that get on his case, but, I mean, the guy is in his upper 50s, and he still looks pretty good, you know? Like, mm -hmm. he definitely he gets, out, gets at it every single day. He works out. He rolls out with all the uh, BJJ guys. So, yeah, I, don't know, I feel like if he wanted to fight that guy, he'd probably be pretty tough to take down. He's sturdy. Okay, Bro. Rogan is a legitimate martial art uh, artist and has worked for UFC since UFC 12. However, he's never competed in the UFC or any mixed martial arts 
contest. Oh, okay, so he never did do it. Okay. He has competed in Taekwondo and holds a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu mm-hmm. and trains in variety of martial arts. I feel like he's strong. People that love him, man, are, are like are the equivalent of how I feel about Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like people that love <laughs> him. It's cult-like. Yeah. I might have to not come in tomorrow. She's going to be Swifty in it up all day. I almost took oh, off yesterday. Yeah. What a shock. And then I was like, no, I should enjoy the whole day with my loved ones. Oh, but oh, is that what you should do? Yeah. Well, the two of us, being Rudy and me, yeah. supported our coworkers. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, while well, you guys supported, I'm going to lean into the Taylor Swift. I have 16 more bracelets to make. Oh, my God. You're but such I'm going to commit. I'm going to bring my whole bead set you're everywhere a child. I go. I almost brought it here, and then I was like, I child. don't think that's going to fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you don't get distracted enough the way it is. Like, Making we need you bracelets. Yeah, great. <laughs> Trying to spell the word Taylor Swift while talking. We'll bring another voter in on this. Kristen Burt's going to join us here. Kristen, don't you think that we should just... I mean, what I'd like to do is just get rid of her today anyway. What do you think? Hang on one second. Okay. Oh, your mic's not on. I'm so, sorry about go. that. Yeah, that's okay. No, we got uh, now you're Now you're good. So I, 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 we finally agree with you, Kristen, that it's time to just get rid of Brittany. I never said to get rid of Brittany. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> Thanks, Kristen. I never did. <laughs> but we're just talking about this, this whole deal that uh, Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are now, they want to fight one another and... Did you hear about Elon Musk's big move? No. It's called the walrus. He said he just like lays on top of you and does nothing. But he's not big enough to pin you down. Not, I know. Right now, I don't think he is. I think he's got he's gone through weight fluctuations. I think he's on. Oh, his he has. Oh, I didn't right know that. Now. Yeah, but he's on his thinner side. I think right now. So. So who do you think would win, Zuckerberg or Musk? Um, Zuckerberg is into jujitsu, so he does competitions oh. and things like that. So maybe. I'm going to put my money on Zuckerberg. You know I, don't, I don't feel like Elon Musk works out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand what you're I, saying. I think he's doing Manjaro or Ozempic or something. Because I'm pretty sure he talked about that. So. Ozempic. That's a big yep. weight loss deal, is it? Mm-hmm. Yep. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, I don't know. It's. I guess we'll have to see what the situation is. I feel is like Zuckerberg's the... scrappy. Yeah, I could see that maybe. But I just, I did read an article uh, by coincidence, I guess, only a couple of weeks ago. And I can't remember where the article was. You can find it, I'm sure. But all of those judo and jujitsu and all those classes around the world and all the rest of it, about 5% of the people learn to actually how to do it, and the other 95% it does nothing for them. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Zuckerberg has a jujitsu teacher come to his house and does yeah. nothing. <laughs> he does remind me of like that cousin that comes to visit and is like, don't mess with me, I do jiu-jitsu. And we're like, yeah. shut up. Exactly. <laughs> he does actual competitions, though. Like That is like his passion. Oh. You know when you're a oh. billionaire, you've got to find your passion because you've got all this time and all this mm-hmm. money. That is Mark Zuckerberg's passion, reportedly. i got to be honest with you. If I had as much money as he does, you'd never hear my name again. Goodbye. I'd be retired and on a beach, sleeping <laughs> oh, yeah. somewhere in a hammock with a pina colada. I get some, you know, facial alterations so nobody could recognize. Well, they wouldn't anyway. So what's the difference? But yeah, there's. If I had that much money, I am not going to go on social media. And go, I'm going to fight another billionaire. <laughs> oh God, it is whatever. Is it so stupid? Stupid. It really is stupid. No, but between like God. this and the really sad situation with the submersible, it's like what I billionaires know. are struggling with, I like know. what to do with all their time and money. 
that's what it's really you oh, know I, making me realize. I think you're right. That I still cannot believe Catwoman. Did you see the the final numbers on Catwoman? That woman that was she got divorced like 25 years ago, got four billion dollars in the settlement, and she's broke. How the what hell do you spend four billion dollars? Ask people that win Powerball and then are broke within <laughs> two or three years. Jesus. People, can't what are you buying? Handle. Hey, listen, I've only got four billion on me, so what can I buy for that? I don't think it's always them spending it. I think it's a lot of leeches in their life. Oh, that they're sure. like, oh, can you oh, buy yeah. me a house? Can you buy me a car? And then all of a sudden they have an entourage and they think it's fun to kind of roll with that. And before you know it, your money is all gone. And we've even seen that with celebrities who've earned fortunes and lost fortunes. Yeah, you got to be careful with that whole thing because if people find out that you're doing well in life, making a little money or whatever, they are going to try to get it from you. I, it's sad to say, but it, it, so many people, it's just money, 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 and it's all they care about. Tiffany Haddish just told a story the other day Tiffany. that a, a friend of hers came to her and was like, hey, Tiffany, I'm kind of like on hard times. You know, can you borrow me some money? And Tiffany's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, well, what do you need? And she goes, 40000 No problem. And Tiffany was like, I'm sorry, you need what? And she goes, well, 40000 would co- probably cover it. And Tiffany goes, I can't give you $40,000. And her friend said, well, a real friend would give me the money. And Tiffany said, a real friend wouldn't ask for it. Ooh. And I would say, a real friend doesn't say things like, borrow me a dollar. <laughs> Yeah, just give it to me. We know ain't paying you back. No, no, it's lend. lend. I knew you were going to get hyper focused on that. I hate it when people say, borrow me a dollar. That's a Minnesota thing. I've never heard that before. That's a Minnesota thing. Oh, okay. It is, yeah, absolutely. I've never heard that. Because there there are certain words in German, I think, is where most of that comes from, that mean, I guess, three different things. So borrow and lend is the same thing. I think it's in German. I'm not sure. So because it's the same thing, they would cross over and just go, borrow me a dollar. That's where that came from. Yeah, borrow means I intend to pay you back but never will. Lend means the bank gave you money and they'll take your fingers if you don't pay for That's it. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Your, your hand is I'm that weird friend. If I if you lend me a dollar, I will like Venmo you a dollar. I feel Absolutely. so bad taking yep. money, even if it's literally a dollar. I can't. Like my, it keeps me up at night, honestly. I would agree with you on that one. I got to run something by you here. I can't remember the name of the damn show now, but um, oh, the guy from the Office, the the nerd, uh, Rain Wilson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got a new show where he's traveling around the world. And the first episode takes place in Iceland. It's really good. He just goes around and meets the people and talks about the climate there and the good things about Iceland. I, apparently, it's like a ten part series or something. We just watched oh, the, one, nice. the first one last night. I was re- well. I like him anyway. I think he's terrific. He was great on The Office, and no doubt about that. And then I, we talked about Backstrom. I think yesterday he was really good in that role for one year too. But yeah, it's, I can't remember something around Rain Wilson discovers the world or so. I don't remember mm. the name of the show. It's really good though. It's very good. Iceland. I've never been there. Catherine and Alex have both been there a couple of times. But I guess you have a little uh, trouble finding some heat over there most of the time. Don't just go to the hot springs. Yeah, you go. There's right? tons of hot springs. Yeah, tons and, and there's tons one of... like right by the airport. You can literally like land. Really? Hop on a bus. Yeah, hop on a bus, even with your suitcase. Like throw it in a, a locker, and then you're in the hot springs within 30 minutes of landing. It's amazing. So have you done this? I haven't. It is on my bucket list, and I oh, like, okay. I keep seeing it on TikTok because 
for whatever reason, I'm in like Iceland TikTok and I'm like, I just think I should just go and do it. And, you know, you can go see the Northern Lights depending on what time of right, year you're there. Right. And it looks amazing. Don't they have like volcano eruptions about once a month? You got a lot of volcanoes on that island, don't mm. they? I think. I don't know. I don't know how frequent they are. When uh, I went to Costa Rica, I was hoping to see the volcanic eruption, and that didn't happen. Remember you had to say the name of the last volcano or volcanic eruption in in uh, Iceland? The guy came on and said, and you literally pronounce it with a lateral S. You literally pronounce it Abelabit. That, that was the name. Abelabit. Yeah, you go, you gotta go at the, at the end. end. Exactly. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that well you remember that, don't you? You remember Avalavich, don't you? Erupted about don't. what five, ten years ago, something like that. And exactly where was it? In Iceland. Okay. Mo I remember definitely. the one it was it New Zealand and like a lot of tourists got caught. They were on a boat on Oh yes, yep. Yeah, I remember that one. Let's not I don't want to be involved in any volcanoes. I'm good with the volcano deal. Yeah, uh, some people got some massive burns. I mean, it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there and it's. I don't know if anyone's ever had a major burn, but it is a long mm -hmm. recovery. I'd like to try to run away from a bunch of lava rolling down a hill at you. That'd be a lot of fun, <laughs> wouldn't it? That'd be a real thrill. Guess what? You can't outrun it. That's no, you cannot. <laughs> I think mm -hmm. that's probably. I've true, watched but... enough Nat Geo documentaries on it. You can't outrun it. But once again, I think I honestly do think that that streaming has made television just brilliant. You can find whatever you want to watch whenever you want to watch it. I think that's fantastic. I really do. Oh, it's funny. There are some nights I'm like, there's nothing on. And I have <laughs> a thousand networks. I, it's just that I'm being, I'm picky and I can't, yeah. like, my brain doesn't know what it wants to watch. And then I'll, like, start something. I'm like, nope, that's not it. Um, sometimes when you do have a plethora of choices, you're like, I can't even handle this yeah, right you, now. But if you're not in the mood, you're not in the mood. I understand that. You know, so that's why some nights Kath and I watch comedy, sometimes drama, sometimes documentaries. You know, we bounce around quite a bit. Yeah, sometimes you just don't want to. I feel like laughing. I feel like drama. Yeah, it's your mood. That's fine. Yeah, and don't forget, tonight's like a good good TV night because a lot of shows have dropped. You've got, and just like that, season two dropped today. The Bear season two dropped today. That's on Hulu, and just like that's on Max. And then there's a right. new show with Kim Cattrall on Netflix called Glamorous. So if you're into sort of that um, Devil Wears Prada type of situation, that will be the show for you. You know, one thing I've noticed about this now, because the 10-part series, and they release them either once a week or, well, that's mostly with, with dramas, things like that. But they release these things. But I have noticed, and it's on all sides of the coin. They start out by talking about, then this happened, and it should have never happened, and here's why it shouldn't. And then episode two is, they did this part, and this they did this part wrong. And by the time they get to about the fourth episode, it's, and their politics are so horrible, they don't agree with anything that I believe. They all get political now at the end of it. What is that? What shows are you watching that are getting it's political? It's called while, while the Rest of Us Die was the last one I watched. The first few episodes were just about, you know, some things that are very scary. Like the trillions of dollars the United States has, uh, you know, kind of stuffed away just in case we ever need to kill everybody else on the planet. I mean, it goes pretty in-depth about some scary stuff, I will tell you that. The amount of money we spend on protecting this country from nothing, basically, it's a huge stack of money. But then by the time they get to the end of it, I mean, there are some that's like, and then Joe Biden ruined it. 
and then the other one. And then Donald Trump ruined it. It's like, oh, God, you have to get your politics in this. Shut up. Would you hate that? <laughs> I don't watch too many political shows to keep my brain yeah, but I didn't insane, know that, honestly. I didn't know they were political shows. I thought we were talking about some... Well, I, if you're talking about money in this country, of course it's going to turn political. Well, that's very true. That's very yeah, good. I was like, it's you You should know from the get-go because at some point it's gonna. they're going to say, you know, the Republicans spend too much and the Democrats right. spend too much. They, and they do. You're absolutely they right. They spent it on different things, but it was all bad. <laughs> I will tell you this, though. You wouldn't believe how many things that the United States has invested a trillion dollars and you know some they got some secret like air defense systems and all that it's it's pretty fascinating until they get to the political part of it and well, I just don't that's watch why it. we're in debt we have all this stuff stashed in different places we do we have oh, man they showed like overhead uh, like x-rays of land there are places in america their stuff buried way the hell under it's that part's kind of scary actually because they've always talked about it, and you go yeah whatever that's not true and most of that stuff I, I don't think is true. It's, it's got to be amazing when all of a sudden you step into the, the role of president of the United States and they're like, oh, God, yes. all the classified documents <laughs> and all the secrets. Scare the piss out of you. I honestly wonder, like, what aspect of, like, trauma leaving, like, PTSD do you leave leave the White House with? Because yeah. there's got to be a yep. lot of things on your brain that you can't tell anyone um, but you have to live with, and I don't think I could live with that. We shall take a break. Be right back after this, and Kristen Burt will take over the world right after this, if you know what I'm saying. Right now, my pillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the, my slippers the number one selling my pillow product, and I have a feeling you want to stock up now. When you hear this offer, when you use my promo code Tom, you'll get the all-season slippers for twenty-five dollars. They're regularly one hundred and fifty bucks. Well, one forty-nine ninety-eight anyway. That's over 120 bucks in savings, I know that. Limited to 10 pairs of checkout, these will sell out, trust me. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable, extremely durable. They help release stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes, all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for $25, regularly priced at $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, for this incredible offer. These will not last long, so please do order now. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Wellshire. We're so grateful for uh, their support and, and just the fact that they truly believe in what we do. They, they took the time to get to know us. Uh, they have faith in what we do, and it's just been a great partnership that's just uh, always been based on success. They've always had our back every step of the way. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard's shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword 
partner. Ready, set, summer. Hi, this is Judd Zolget and summer is here. Whether you're heading to the beach, the ballpark, or a barbecue, summer is more fun when you are feeling your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of our beautiful summer days. Join Livia's doctor-recommended program today and get eight weeks free. That's right, eight weeks for free. Imagine this, losing up to 20 pounds or more in your first eight weeks. It is possible. I lost 40 pounds a couple years ago with Livia, and I'm going to tell you right now, this is a program that works not just because they're going to help you shed that excess weight, not just because they're going to help you feel great then, but because their dietitians and nutritionists at Livia are going to help you keep the weight off. And that's the battle we all fight, right? Well, Livia has the answer for you. Summertime is here, and Livia wants you to make the most of it. Call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Join today and again get eight weeks free. It's this simple. Call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. Livia voted Minnesota's best weight loss program two years in a row. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. I was so happy last night because Lamey Daniels was on the boat and I put her in a chokehold. It was fantastic. <laughs> what is wrong with I you? snuck up behind her and put her in a headlock. Let's not do that. Why Let's not? Let's not try and attack it's our boat. our calling. <laughs> I did not throw her off the boat. I could have thrown her in the river, but I didn't. I love her. Oh, Amy's the greatest. Oh, God, I just said that on the air. I'm sorry. I meant she's the worst I've ever met. She's the worst. She's the worst, man. <laughs> In any case, Chris and Bert with us this morning, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of great stuff coming up this morning on the show, as a matter of fact. A lot of good guests and all the rest of it. But, yeah, we're just talking about some programming, and there's always something to find. Yeah, and I do understand what you're saying. It's like, oh, I don't know. what. The, there's nothing to watch. It's like, yes, there is. There's plenty. I mean, I have a queue a mile long. It's just sometimes, because I'm a binge watcher, I want to, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't feel like watching four or five episodes of this in a row. I have to be in the right mood. So, but there is, there's tons of stuff going on. Um, We we will be seeing delays. That's why I'm saying like, everyone start Mm -hmm. your queue of like what you've missed and you've been dying to watch because the next... Like, I would say August, September, October, November are going to be the months you're going to want to catch up on older shows because we won't be getting those as many newer shows. Right, exactly. Right. And plus the fact today it's going to be sunny in 92, so you might want to stay in the house and watch a show anyway. That's hot. It is real. It's going to be humid, too. That's the other part of it. There's a little oh, humidity involved. That's so much warmer than us. We're about, just about hitting 80 right now. Yeah. Well, you lived here. You remember the, those hot, sunny days when it's muggy? Whoa, it gets hot here. Oh, so muggy. Those are the worst. <laughs> They're pretty hard Good for your skin, but other than that, forget it. <laughs> it's all true, ladies and gentlemen. So what's the latest in your world? Everything else good? Um, 
Yeah, I think something kind of interesting for those of you that watch TCM, um, they had massive layoffs over the last couple of weeks. Turner Classic Movies? Is that what yeah. that is? Okay. Turner Classic Movies. And um, my husband watches that network. Love it. Nonstop. He yep. loves it. Yep. Um, but it got to concern too much. Uh, it really got became concerning. I don't know why I can't talk. <laughs> became concerning that like Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, and Paul Thomas Anderson called the head of Warner Brothers, which is David Zaslav, and said, hey, are you canceling this? Because we need this for filmmakers. We need this for classic film. Because he's been, he basically just decimated HBO and HBO Max yeah. um, by combining Discovery with all of that. And they're concerned that TCM's going to go away ap- completely and that we won't have it anymore. Um, so supposedly... Supposedly TCM's going to be okay, but they took away all of the top executives, including like the programming oh. executive. I'm like, who is going to be there to, you know, look over the content and make sure right, that it right. holds up to the integrity that we've known with TCM over the years? So it's kind of a story that's developing. But uh, David Zaslav, especially with the writer strike, has become like enemy number one. Oh, really? So this news really isn't great. I understand that. Well, who is the host on TCM, Turner Classic Movies? Uh, for years, he was really good. Robert Osborne. Is that who it was? He's no longer alive, but he was like right. the face of TCM for a long time. Okay. Now it's Ben Mankiewicz. Yeah, they're both really good, as a matter of fact. I'm glad you brought yeah. that up because he's good, too. Yeah, Ben Mankiewicz has been on the sh- series, I think, for about 20 years. Um, I can't remember when Robert Osborne passed away, but he used to come to Los Angeles around Oscar time and... Um, I worked with him several years in a row when I was doing um, some media stuff uh, for the Academy. He was amazing and such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to classic film. And then TCM also does a film festival out here in Hollywood each and every year. Who was it again that the uh, Mankiewicz's grandfather, I, I remember it was, he was a big producer in Hollywood, maybe even his great-grandfather. And who the hell was a writer from Minnesota that always referred to him not as uh, Mankiewicz, he called him monkey bitch. Oh my god! Because <laughs> he didn't like him. It was um, oh Jesus! I can't. Oh, it was F. Scott Fitzgerald. That's exactly who it was. F. Scott Fitzgerald referred to him as monkey bitch. Oh, wow, hot. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's brother, for those of you who are true crime junkies, is Josh Mankiewicz on Dateline. Mm-hmm. So they both are in the public eye, right? Reporting on very different things. Well, that, that family's always been involved in Hollywood and reporting and television and movies, all of it, right? Yeah, we've got a long history of Hollywood. There you have it. And then, of course, F. Scott Fitzgerald drank himself to death at 44, so somebody got paid back. What are you going to do? But we're still reading F. Scott Fitzgerald, so there what you go. Brilliant and how writer. many versions of Great Gatsby do we hear? Oh, yeah. Well, that's one of the greatest movies of all time and one of the best written books or at least stories I've ever seen. They adapt it over and over again. Yeah, TV, they do. film. Every few years, you're like, we've got a new adaptation of it. It's really good. What's the name of that bar again that F. Scott Fitzgerald used to hang out at in St. Paul? The Commodore? I think it was the Commodore Bar. Yeah, it was the Commodore. Does it still exist? I did. I don't know if it still does now, but it did for a long time. I know that. But, uh, yeah, your Minnesotans are pretty proud of him. There's no question about that. That's deeply, good. Deeply disturbed young man, however, unfortunately. There are plenty of unhinged people in this world, past and present. <laughs> that is true. And that sometimes they do some of the best work. That's the crazy thing. Because I think some of their manic makes them like really creatively interesting. Yeah, I think so. It drives them. 
Yeah. As humans, maybe not the best, but as right. artists, they're fabulous. Got to be painful. No doubt about that. There's no question. So are they ever going to release a movie in theaters that I'm going to ever go? I don't like superhero movies, so that ain't going to happen. I, I keep telling you, are you going to see Asteroid City this weekend? Because it's finally being released in your neck of the woods. So that is not a superhero movie. Not a superhero movie. It's Wes Anderson. Tom Hanks is in it. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, yeah, I'll go see Steve that. Carell. That's a really good one. If we get some time, I want to go see that this weekend. It's a great idea. Yeah. Especially if it's 92 degrees and humid. Indeed. I understand. Yeah, I I will. will, You know, that cast sounds great. Because there are some people that don't like Tom Hanks, and I don't understand why, because I think he's terrific. Um. You know, it's it's interesting. I think that like it's a generational thing. Oh, really? Um, I really do, and I feel like Gen Z has really, especially if you go back to TikTok, you go back to what's happening on that app. They've taken a deep dive into his affair, oh. and I think a lot of people don't love that. They're like, he's not the good guy you think he is. You know, like they do all of those like little deep dives because he had a he had a fling with Jennifer Goodwin that a lot of people forget about. I didn't know. Um, that. Yeah, he had this like weird um, midlife crisis that didn't last that long, but he did show up like on a red carpet. And I think it was a Jennifer Goodwin project and they're Mm -hmm. like holding hands and everyone's like, where's Rita Wilson? Um, And they were like snuggling together and like canoodling together on the red carpet. And you're like, who is this person? And Jennifer Goodwin was very young at the time. And you know, all of a sudden he's on a month long vacation in Greece with Rita Wilson because I think, you know, he finally like knocked some sense into himself going like, what right. the heck am I doing? But yeah, you know, it, it's funny. And it think certain people like things get like completely like washed away and you forget that part of, of history. But mm-hmm. Gen Z likes to dig these things up for everyone. I could see that. Yeah, I just did. They, have they ever figured out what it is about some guys, no matter how happy they are, they still cheat on their wives? I, I, I don't understand that. What is that? I mean, I think I'm going to say that, like, cheating's really, really common. I mean, and I, oh, think, I think a lot true, of people, yeah. and, and listen, I'm going to be honest, and, and women cheat, too. It's not just, like, mm-hmm. men cheating on women. Women, wives cheat on their husbands, too. But I think a lot of people don't talk about it. And if you look at your circle of yeah. friends, it's probably happened, and they swept it under the rug. They dealt with it privately. They went to counseling, and they've moved beyond it. I mean, I, I think the ones you hear about over and over again are the chronic cheaters yeah, that yeah. have had multiple mistresses, multiple affairs. Um, but there's a lot of relationships that have had some type of cheating. And I think especially since technology has become a thing, it's easy to have an emotional affair where you just are like you know, yeah. DMing someone. And it may never be physical, but you're telling things to somebody else that you should be telling to your spouse. I understand. I, I'd say too much i you do what you want with your life good for you that's all i'm saying yeah and and that's why it happens in hollywood all the time too people are like why does it happen in hollywood well guess what you get sent away for three months yeah on a set and it becomes a little bubble it becomes this little insular world and you know people develop relationships and people fall in love temporarily and then it ends the second the movie's over <laughs> i love that and sometimes spouses never find out about it and i'll tell you it, when it was a pandemic and people weren't allowed on set like you couldn't have your family visiting you mm-hmm. i am sure plenty of affairs went on during those times yeah. on those quarantine sets i bet i bet you're right about that absolutely I, yet i didn't even think about that that it is months at a time isn't it it is and it, it happens even uh, national tours like broadway shows when they go out on tour 
that happens a lot because you're traveling with people for six months, nine yeah. months. Yep. And you're in hotel rooms. Very convenient. I, yeah, you're in a hotel anyway. That's true. Good point. Oh, well, what the hell? You guys do what's good for you. Good for you. Right? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I guess. Whatever floats your boat. But just know that there's consequences on the other side. Yes, no question about it. Any, uh, okay, so, we, so now I got a movie to go see at the theaters, which I'm happy about. Asteroid City. Yeah. I think maybe tomorrow might be a good day because I think we got something tonight, Saturday and Sunday. But I think Friday I might be able to get out there and see you with Catherine. You do it. Get a big tub of popcorn and an icy Coke. It's going to be great. Indeed. Sounds good to me. So, yeah, as far as streaming is concerned, we mentioned the, the new one with Rain Wilson in it. But that's the, the thing. So much great stuff comes by. Is It, it seems like it's every week. But now you said that's going to kind of run out because the strike's going to go on. It's it's slowing down. Like I have the yeah. June calendar of all of the releases and where we used to have like Monday through Friday, something's coming out. There's now holes of like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I was like, everything's being dumped here on Thursday in preparation for the weekend. You know, yeah. that's why they want to release them. But we are going to see a massive slowdown. We've so many shows are already delayed for fall. We just heard from Taylor Sheridan um, that 1923 is delayed indefinitely because of the writer's strike. He's like, I just can't, I can't write. I can't write. And we don't even know when the show's going to go back into production. So we're going to see a lot of that really coming down the, the pike. Can you ever answer my question for me? 19, or 1883, 1923. Are they going to make a 1963? We haven't heard year. yet. That's a big year. I got to believe 1963 is next. Uh, you know what? If I get to interview Taylor, that's going to be my first question. I'll be like, we've been pondering this for months. Is 1963 coming? Um, obviously, Taylor right now has finished up um, the second half of the season for Yellowstone. And he right. spoke out about his alleged alleged feud with Kevin Costner. And oh, yeah. He tried, yeah, he tried to sugarcoat <laughs> it, but he's like, I hope his project is good and worth it. You're like, yeah, he's a little pissed. Because it, it, what happens is he just basically said, like, look, it, it cut the character short. Yeah. You know, I, we weren't able to, like, see it out to its fullest, but um, it, it'll still be good no matter what. But Kevin Costner, between his personal and professional life right now, things are kind of messy. Yeah, I mean, she... There's his second. That's his second wife, right? That he's getting divorced from now. Yeah, Christine Baumgartner, and uh, she's right now in their 145 million dollar home in uh, Carpinteria, California, and uh, allegedly they're they're looking into. I have a friend who works for one of the tabloids, and they were like, "Did she have an affair oh. with their house guest who oh. also lived on the property?" Um, so uh -oh. that's sort of being something that's being looked into. And then, of course, they had a prenuptial agreement. And she's saying, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to agree to this prenuptial agreement. And right. he's like, look, I gave you a million dollars to go find a home when she's living in a $145 million home. <laughs> and so real different. estate has gone up significantly since they got married 17, 19 years ago. So um, I'm, think, I'm I'm guessing that she doesn't want to live in a two-bedroom one bath house in California with her three teenage kids. I Just gotta, guessing. I gotta be honest with you. Even if I was worth like five billion dollars, I would never spend one hundred and forty-five million dollars on a house. Why would I you mean, do that? It's an estate, so yeah. it's a compound. You right. know what I mean? He has multiple houses. Right. He um he actually put up part of his home 
to fund his current project, Horizon, because oh, okay. it's a four-part movie and nobody wanted to invest in it. So he's betting on himself. Oh. And, you know, it's paid off for people. I mean, it, it paid off for him um, years ago when he did, was it Dances with Wolves? Yeah, yeah. You know, it paid off for someone like Mel Gibson, who did Passion of the Christ. So he's trying it again. And we'll see if the audience is there because you have to remember that the theater-going audience is so different now. One of my favorite signs I heard of, I've never seen it, but I, I've heard of it in South Dakota along the road in which they shot Dances with Wolves and all that. There's a guy who has a donkey and he has a sign on his fence that said, you're now looking at the only jackass that appeared in Dances with Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty clever, oh. actually. <laughs> That is a call to fame, really. It's a call to fame right there, exactly. But thinking about that again, $145 million. And like you said, there's several houses and there's property and all that. But why, who cares? I got a bedroom and a kitchen and a living room. I'm good. I just always think of the staff and the upkeep. Right, like, right. You know when something like breaks in your home, you're like, I have to call the plumber. I have to call the roofer. Um I do not want to be calling the roofer and the plumber every single day because yeah. I've got five houses on yep. my property. Obviously, they must have a property manager and they have a house manager. I mean, but then you're also looking at always having staff. When you have staff, there's always people around. There's not really privacy, which I think mm -hmm. is, is strange when you reach that ultra rich level. I'm like, when are, are you okay with being alone? This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.